What's up, everybody? I'm Scott. And I'm Jason. And this is Liquid Carnage. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm really good. It's It's been a good week. <clears throat> Very productive week, which is always a nice thing. And as always, when we get to record and dive into what's affecting us in the world, it, it's, always, it's always a refreshing uh, remembrance of the great friendship that we have. I, 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 completely, I, wow. I completely... Wow, agree. that was pretty because deep. I, that was pretty deep. It was, it was very deep, but I have to, I have to admit, man, I, I so appreciate when you and I get to have a conversation because uh, I think you and I have a lot of the same viewpoints on this yeah. world, and I, I don't think a lot of other people that I know of will take the time to do the research and answer the questions from multiple sources uh, like you do. Uh, yeah, and I try. I try. You know, you try, but that's more than most people do. And yeah. I certainly appreciate that because, um, especially having to listen to everyone over the last week, uh, whether it be about COVID or Afghanistan, uh, it's mind numbing. I'll be honest with you. I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people speaking so one sided on in either direction and not looking for full truths. I'm just, it, this whole world has, has got me close to burnout. You know, you know what I, 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 I keep throwing in my head, uh, my dad uh, used to say this, and I've heard it in workplaces too, you know, don't drop, don't drop a turd sandwich on the table and then expect me to take a bite. And I feel like that's, there's a lot of like armchair quarterbacks out there who are saying, oh, well, he should have done this, he should have done this, he should have done this, or he's doing this wrong, he's doing this wrong, they're doing this wrong. Well, what would you do differently? Oh, I don't know. Then shut yeah. your mouth. That if you yeah. don't have anything constructive to say, then get the hell out of here. I, I, I appreciate how, how so many people on, on social media will try to, to have a counter argument. And in some cases, a very valid counter argument, but it falls on deaf ears because facts um, nowadays don't mean a thing. If it doesn't fit your narrative, we've been told that that's false news. Oh, and, and, and I don't know about you, Scott, but there are a shit ton of people on Facebook, Instagram, who talk like they know everything about everything and sell it like, like obviously I'm into stock investing. You can't go on YouTube without some 21 year old kid talking about how he has the surefire way to make a million dollars. Yeah. You watch the video and it's always, well, you just buy this and you do this. And then when it goes up, you sell it and you do this. That's all. It's easy. You know, it, it's a good. It's like, oh game. my god, dude, you're not an expert. You're barely it's, out of high school. Shut up. It's it's a get rich quick scheme, and and what happens with that is, I don't know if it ever actually works. Like, maybe like one in a thousand it works. I, I remember back in, in high school and college, my high school girlfriend, uh, her little brother. This is back before we had the internet like we did now. We had cell phones. Uh, her, her little brother took an ad out in the Las Vegas Review Journal uh, on. One of those, if you want to learn how to get rich quick, um, I can help. Call this number. Okay. And so he got a number, and he, he put this ad out there. And when people would call this number, he would say, okay, he would say, okay you know, if you send me, you know, I have a surefire way, a surefire plan. You send me $50, and I will send you my plan on how you could be on your way to millions. And okay. a few people fell for it, and what it was was, They'd send him 50 bucks or a check for 50 bucks, and he would send them a pamphlet saying, you live in Las Vegas, go buy a case of water for $4, and 
and take it to the strip and sell a bottle for two dollars. And if you have a, a twenty-four pack, you can net, you can net you know forty-four dollars per case of water you sell per day. Okay, wow. <laughs> and while he's not oh, wrong, oh god, yeah, yeah. If he's not wrong, you if you get enough people to pay you fifty bucks and how to get rich quick. Only one person's getting rich quick, and that's still a relative a relative term, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think that everyone. I guess I guess the frustrating part to me is I've gotten old enough now to realize that I could tell someone. Let's say I'm. Let's say I do actually learn how to make a million dollars. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to sell it to you. I'm going to give it to you, Scott. I did this. Here's my bank account. Here's the million dollars I now have in my bank account. There is nothing in a step-by-step process of how to do something that can guarantee that if you follow these steps, you are going to become a millionaire yourself because there are so many intrinsic differences between you and me, whether it's emotional control, whether it's discipline, whether it's ability oh, yeah. to stay focused, that I can give you step by steps. That doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. No, I agree completely. And I, I and, think that's what some people don't realize. It's, and I guess maybe that's the beauty of these get rich quick schemes. Well, and, um, and maybe, you know, maybe they just want to, I mean, maybe they did hit it big and got lucky and they just automatically think, well, I did it. So anyone can do it. And, and I will applaud anyone that that made it you know there are millions like that and want to say hey if you want to be like me this is how you do it as long as it's not a pyramid scheme <laughs> yeah there, and there's if, enough you know, of those too yeah there's if, enough you know of those if, too. If, if you have a way to save money and the way you saved money was able to you know make you pay off your bills in x amount of time and put this much in the bank good for you and if you feel like that's a method that worked for you and somebody can learn from that and you want to put it on TikTok or Reels, more power to you. You know, but well, it, I, I, I mean, guess you it, have to consider your audience. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's hard for me and maybe maybe I need to change my mindset. It's really hard for me to get advice and lectured from a 21-year-old kid that doesn't even look like they wash themselves every day. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard not, for me to get excited about someone who's basically just trying to take their 15 minutes on you know, uh, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the internet now. I can fit YouTube and you can see me anytime. And now I'm all famous and hip and, you know, I, I, it, it, they're almost <laughs> laughable. It's almost like you cannot tell me that people are actually falling for this crap. I, I feel like, you know, whenever I get bored and I need a few minutes just to, just to calm my mind at work, I'll, I'll thumb through the reels on Instagram and, and they're funny. You know, I, I always like, I always appreciate those with the dogs or, or okay. whatever else, but, you notice a trend after a while and maybe it's the algorithm they put you on, but okay. it seems like it's a, it's a lot of, of college age kids trying to teach you how to be, you know, how to, how to make money or uh, I don't want to say, you know, stay at home wives, moms, whatever, but also multi-level marketing schemes. I can help you make thousands or, you know, just watch this little dance click on the link. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's like I don't, I don't think this. Okay, I mean, I guess if you get someone to to do it, but does it really work? And I'm like you. I look at these kids like, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not paying attention to this kid. And I don't want to sound like an old man when I say that, but I think because of the way we were raised and we've had to work, climb ourselves up and use well uh, professionally through the the corporate world, I think we view things differently. 
you know. Well, and and, and you know the, the thing I also think about is I compare these kids who are selling their system, right? This is mm-hmm. like a $10,000 system, but I'm going to give it to you for 100 bucks. Versus someone like Warren Buffett who doesn't have to sell his advice. He just freely gives it. Hey, if you want to do this, you need to do this and this and this and this. You don't have to pay me for it. Go do it. So it's yep. a little disingenuous when the kid is saying, oh, man, I'll teach you how to do it, but you have to pay me, you know, $50. Well, you if know, you're such a millionaire, then why do you have to be paid at all? You should be giving it out for yeah. free. And, and he'll tell you that's how you become a billionaire, you know, but to Warren Buffett's credit, I think he understands the self-discipline that comes with that, that you have to have to be able to do these things. And if you don't have that self-discipline, man, I can tell you whatever you want to do in the world. But if you're not disciplined enough to go do these things, you know, it's, that's on you, pal. Yeah, well, and, and like I said, that advice is free, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly. That you, you don't have to charge someone for the advice of, hey, if you want to be successful, you got to be disciplined. You got you to put the work in. That's and, not, and you, that, you, pay, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be charging someone $100 to, to tell them that. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. But you like know, we talked, I mean, we, we said it from the beginning. Uh, you and I are a type of people that we just don't take something given to us at face value. We'll do some research. We'll, we'll make our own determination based on that research. And yeah, maybe that's you know, the difference is, is that I'm not, uh, I'm not a 21-year-old kid that's just so gullible to say, oh, well, shoot, I'll just, I'll just do this and let me pay my money. I'll be a millionaire. No problem. Yeah, you know, and, and I think on paper, well, you're, you're what? You're Gen X? Uh, no, I'm, uh, uh, am I Gen X? I think you're Gen X. There's the baby boomers. I'm the one right underneath the baby boomers. You're Generation X then. Okay, so I guess I am Generation Because X. I, I, on paper, I, I guess millennials started like 1981. Oh my gosh, Scott. But, the, the, but it depends on the argument. You're like 1979 to 81. It's like a weird bubble where you don't really belong. And Janice makes fun of you because she found an article that called me a, um, uh, a geriatric millennial. <laughs> well, that's true. You probably are. <laughs> because I, I, because I, lived yeah. without, I lived without the internet. I lived without so many things that millennials require to have today. Right. But I think I'm more of a Gen Y. You know? okay. and, and I think if you, have, if, you, if you say there's a little bubble between uh, Gen X, Gen Y, the bubble, and then millennials, I think I can say I'm Gen Y. I think Tom okay. is the same generation. Yeah, um, Tom might be. I, I know, like, uh, like JP, uh, Danielle are probably right at the end of Gen X. They're probably yeah. right at the end of Gen X. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's it's funny how how the different generations use different forms of, of communication to to push their message forward, and uh, it, it's funny that we're talking about this today because I, I we're recording this on a Monday, so it's the day after the Jake Paul, uh, Lamar Woodley fight in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I have zero interest in boxing. I'm be the first one to tell you. I, I could care less. Um, but I woke up this morning and I'm scrolling through my phone as I'm, you know, getting my my breakfast vitamins ready, and I, I see a video uh, on on my Facebook page of a dude knocking somebody out at the fight last night in the stands. Okay. And I was looking. I was like, huh, guy looks guy 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 looks familiar, but it's early. You know, and uh-huh, right, I, right. I, I I look at who posted it, and I look at the guy again. It's like, oh shit, that's our friend Matt Beans from Crespo's, who was on the show a few years back. Matt no. uh, Matt is an entrepreneur. I, I love Matt. I've known him since 
uh, probably about five, six years now since our Desert Sky Fitness days back in the original gym. Great kid, very driven. Um, he's an entrepreneur, real estate investor. He just opened a skate shop on Mill Avenue uh, called the Shred Club. You can rent electric skateboards and whatnot. But uh, he, I think for his birthday, I'm assuming, he and his boys went to Cleveland to go check out this fight. And oh, I, this, okay. This, this is how old I am. I had to do research on who, on who Logan Paul was or Jake Paul or who these guys were. I forget which brother. Now, they're, they're boxers they're, or are they MMA fighters? They're YouTubers who talk shit because this, this is what you find on the internet. They talk some shit to some people, uh, challenged to a boxing match. Turned out they liked it. So now they're trying to become professional boxers. And I guess whichever brother this was is pretty good. Okay, okay. So uh, he's, right. he's working. And like Lamar Woodley, is a, I, I've heard of him in the boxing world before uh, through Sports Center. So uh, he was no slouch. Uh, and I guess Jake Paul won. Logan oh, okay, Paul, okay. Like, 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 either way. The Paul kid okay. won. One of the Paul kids won. Okay. Yeah. And uh, in there, I, I guess the, 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 our friend Matt went to go watch it. Looked like he had a good time. And there's a video of, of a guy, it, much like the video we saw back in the Suns Nuggets series and, and the Western Conference semis for the NBA, where a, a, a guy with the high ground, if Star Wars taught us anything, always have the high ground. Yes. Uh, a guy had the high ground, talked some shit, and our boy Matt was holding his, this guy's wrist the entire time. You hear, fuck you, and then uh, Matt just cold cocks this guy. Oh, jeez. He was down. Like, th- this camera was probably, I'd say, 15, 20 feet away. And you could clear his day here, the, like, the, the connection. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. So it's like 545 <sighs> in the morning. I'm in my kitchen, like, and I'm trying not to laugh because, like, holy shit. Like, he got knocked the fuck out. I just hear Chris Tucker in the back of my head <laughs> from Friday. It's like, man, you got knocked the fuck out. You know, it's. And. and then I started reading the comments and deservedly. So Matt was proud of himself because he was defending himself. But I was thinking, wow, man, uh, he's become a, a YouTuber, a, a viral sensation because since I started at five forty-five this morning on Monday, uh, that has shown up on Barstool sports. Uh, Michael Rappaport has retweeted this. It's on not sports center. Uh, it is making the rounds as someone getting punched in a fight. And it is oh my creepy. gosh! And we know him. And, and Matt's a, Matt's a smart kid, so I, I'm interested to see how Matt turned off of it. Yeah, he'll probably take it and upload it or do something with it. I mean, and, he's and dumb not to. But now, here's the difference of generations, though, and this is this is where I really start to sound old. I wouldn't know where to begin to do something like that with that kind of video, you know? Well. I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't know. I, first of all, I would see, I look at it. I would be totally embarrassed if I got caught in a fight at a place. So yeah. I'd already be behind the eight ball anyways, because I'd be like, Oh, I want this off the internet. I don't want to acknowledge it. I'm embarrassed. Blah, blah, blah. Now. Okay. So okay. now fast forward 25 years, because I know I'm old as dirt. And now it's like, Oh, how can we take this and make it famous, make ourselves famous? And that's it. At his age, why not lean into it and make some money off it if you can? How would you? That's the thing I don't never understand. How do you make money? Like, how do you make money off of these things going viral like that? I don't know. I hear. I, I from what I understand, I think if you get enough followers 
and you know certain product companies will see how many followers you have and if you pitch their product kind of followers they can track sales it's a long thing you remember the guy we used to work with yeah the guy we used to work with who ran his own he'd open up the boxes from like these box memberships where they send you a box i found him on youtube randomly the other day yeah this guy just i'm doing that okay and here's the thing I thought it was totally ridiculous. I thought it was totally ridiculous. I watched one of the videos. I went, oh my gosh, this is so stupid. And yet he was getting responses and followers and people watching him. I bet he's monetized that thing now. Oh, that was his, that was always his goal was to, to monetize. Strictly do that. This dude was a pharmacist by trade. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a that's pharmacist. Right. And, I, I, I randomly, we were laying in bed watching YouTube clips the other night, and you know, his one of his videos popped up under suggestions. And I just started laughing because I had to tell Janice a story about this guy because he was, he was something else. But you I know. was amazed that people watch, and you know, it's like anything. You could be the most ridiculous person there is. If you get a million people to watch you, which a million people on the planet is a very small number, but a million people will spread that to a million people and a million people. And then you're, you're worldwide. Like, uh, like Matt beans is right now. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy how people do that. And I don't know the first thing on how to even do that. You know, I'll be honest, if we could figure out how to, how to do that, we would have done uh, that for us a long time ago. Yeah. I, I had done this for liquid courage on like day one. Had I known how to do that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, and I know that there's gotta be a secret. I think consistency is really important. You gotta, you gotta really, like 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 Matt Beans, I'm sure he took that video. And I, I guess the good thing is, is that even though the video was owned by whoever took it, so someone else, he well, has multiple access angles to the vi- multiple videos. Right. So so he has access to that video that he can take it and do something with it, or does he have to pay the person who took the video? Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, those are all great questions. And those are the all things I, mean, I don't know. I mean, because that's his likeness because of Tamp. Right. Yeah. So, but I mean, does he owe the photographer money? You know, does he have to pay the guy he punched in the face? Like, do you have to pay him now because he's part of the video too? Yeah, I don't know. And don't man. you like, think this... that the video is more valuable because he won the fight than if he had lost the fight? Like, if you lose the fight, no, is, is that more valuable? The other guy. Than... Yeah, is that more valuable if you lost the fight? I mean, I, I guess that's all up to interpretation, and that's really what this is. This is all about interpretation of, of how you value these things. I, mean, I don't really know. Oh, man. Yeah, you know? but 15 minutes of I mean, fame, I mean, it happens all the time, right? People get yeah, their 15 minutes I, of fame somehow. I guess this means if we want to get famous, one of us has to punch the other. I mean, oh. I just think of the headlines, like, like boy, podcast co-host takes swing at other co-host – um, click here for links. And... Well, I don't know. If you, the, the big thing now is those YouTube videos where the people run up the crater or the mountain of crates and everyone's like enjoying yeah. them because the people are falling and hurting themselves. And... Yeah. Why the hell did you do that? And, and I, I know, I know the EP is going to say that we're complete old men in this episode. And I think I'm fine with it at this point. Cause even he has to understand why the hell would you do that? No, but then again, are they doing it so that they get the notoriety that they can market that and sell it on YouTube? Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, like when I when didn't... when NBC News pulls your video 
and shows you running up a, a, a mountain of crates and falling through and breaking your hip or whatever happens, you know, there's got to be some, like you said, there's got to be a way to market that. There's got to be. I mean, but I wouldn't know where to begin. And I wouldn't even know who to ask. And I'd have to go ask one of those dumb college kids who's trying to tell me how to become a millionaire. And sadly, that's probably what his video is on. And I don't acknowledge that kid might know more than me in this area. And I'm trying to be like him. You know, it's always so funny because it's easy for me to look at these young kids and just go, oh, I'm, you know, you guys don't know crap about anything. And yet they're doing something that I can't do or I don't know how to yeah. do. So they're doing something. Well, I, think that's, I think that's, that's the it. stigma. I, I think that's the stigma, though. And, and it's the same thing that happened to us 20 years ago. Back 20 years ago, 25 years ago. When you're talking to maybe your parents' friends and they ask what you're doing, you told them, like, huh, why would you do that? That's dumb. But you were doing something they wouldn't have done. And now this is a generational thing. Yeah, what was the thing that was kind of the up-and-coming thing when you were coming out where your parents were like, oh, my gosh, that is, like, the stupidest thing? Oh, fuck. I remember in our college, Amway was, was running around rampant on our campus. Like, people were going to meetings and buying, uh, Amway uh, packages so they could start being a distributor and and uh, it, it, you know that was like the rage in the early '90s and I was I was kind of like eh, I I don't know I mean I'll go to your I meetings I guess but I don't <clears throat> I just knew back then I'm not a salesman like that so I didn't ever do it but that was going on like crazy and I remember my dad said oh my god that's a total scam. You can't do those. I said, oh, I know. I don't do it. Believe me, I don't. Yeah, I think for me it had to be cell phones. Because they were just coming up. They were just really getting big Okay, uh, 20 years ago. You know, the technology is starting to advance. Pre-iPhone. And we were just coming out of the phones they could play Snake on, the Nokias. Yep. And, you know, I think back then there were four major carriers, Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. And and the cricket uh, came out right around then too, where you could pay monthly instead of setting up for a contract. Okay. And you know, but if you go with this company, you could pay this much and have you know, yeah. I think I had fifty anytime minutes and nine hundred night and weekend minutes for sixty bucks a month. Oh god! So you, you're right. So you, you anytime start playing. And night, oh god! I totally remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you start playing the who's got the better the better deal, and if you sign up with this one for the contract, you you get this phone at this price, and then you know you just start playing those games. And you know, I almost fell for it and, and went to work for Sprint before I got hired at the bank, uh, way back when. But you know, it's different generations have different things. Yeah, like I mean, uh, I remember that, uh, like I said, Amway was the big thing. Every all the young kids were like, "Oh, Amway's the way to go. That's how you're going to make your millions. Amway's the way to go." And then it was the uh, and when I was working at the Boeing company in the late '90s, it was, "Oh, if you want to become a millionaire, you got to buy the tech companies. You got to buy the tech companies. That's just, I mean, that's the way to. That's where you got to put yeah. your money. Well, what tech company? It doesn't matter. Any tech company, just buy Any it, them. And you'll make. You'll and make. You'll be a millionaire. You'll money. just be a millionaire. And then that exploded. You know, so. Yes, I guess for me, it'd be the real estate market after that, because right when I started getting a little bit of money, the real estate market shot up and then blew up and then fell yeah. apart. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I guess different generations, you look at it, have different ways of making their money that the other generations, the older generations look at and say, I don't think that's right. I'm, I'm not going to do that. 
but well, it does how take much an of, how much yeah how much of that comes from just tapping into the the youth and the excitement of of these young kids thinking oh i can make a million bucks i can make a million bucks and well, older guys or older people say you know what I've seen it too, maybe not to what you're talking about, but I've seen the same thing. It doesn't work. Well, I, think that way. What, I think that's what it is. It's 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 the youth and inexperience. And I, I think that leads a lot of people, you know, down that path of, well, you know, I, I I don't know how to run a business, but I can do this. And it's kind of trial by fire. So maybe they create their own businesses by by starting by inadvertently starting programs on on TikTok and whatnot. And and it just kind of grows from there because if nobody tells you no, it's not necessarily wrong. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, that a lot of people confuse luck with knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Like so many of the videos I watch, these kids basically put, you know, like this one kid put his entire college. His dad gave him money to go to college. He put the entire amount of money onto one stock play. And it happened to pay off. And, and I'll give him that. It happened to pay off. But he took that as, oh, see, it's, I mean, I'm an expert now. Look what I did. And it's yeah. like, you got lucky. You got lucky. And, and maybe, I think that, maybe, like, kids ahead. like that, will, it will always catch up with them at some point. Maybe. It will always, it, you know, that's the kind of karmic you know, retribution that it will always catch up with them. Like, you can't brag about that. And, yeah, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, how how often can we say that about almost anything? You know, just because you were lucky and you didn't get in a car crash doesn't mean you don't have to wear a seatbelt. Yeah, no, that's true. You know what I mean? Just because you were lucky and when you you went rock climbing, you didn't fall off the mountain doesn't mean that you're just an expert now. You don't need to wear a harness and you don't need to be safe. That guy ain't that the truth. So, so, you know, these, these, these videos and stuff... If he can turn something into it, which he probably can, because he is kind of that kind of mindset where, you know, everything's an opportunity. You're constantly growing. If you're not moving, you're dying. And, you know, he'll take it and do something with it. Maybe he'll, you know, turn it into something. I wouldn't know how to do it, but. Well, I hope he does. And I'm I'm curious to follow this path and see what happens with it. I think it'd be a good time. You know, I just, I just want to be famous for doing something that doesn't require me hitting someone in the face or getting hit in the face. Well, I'm glad you put that caveat on there, but unfortunately, I think if we want to make the concurrence worldwide, um, one of us has to the, get hit in the face. One of us has to get hit in the face. Wow! And the logical choice would be there really is no logical choice. You have a beautiful face; so it shouldn't. Hey, I think I think what we should do is whoever buys the beers, the other person holds it. How's that? Oh, all right, that's fair. Hold my beer. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> Someone, <laughs> someone can't. Someone can't handle. Um, oh, I don't think I can drink anymore, Scotty. I don't think I can drink anymore. Hold my beer for me, okay? Get back in the game. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, hey, that man. was a fun time. That was fun. Hey, I was. Now, why was... couldn't some? Why couldn't someone have recorded that? Because JP was busy put, texting someone. And, and and put that on to the. We might have been famous for hold my beer. We might have been. A catchphrase. Might... Here, hold my beer. Damn it. See, we missed the boat. Well, and, you know, just to come circle back, you know, part of the fame that people want, you know, we we look at like a Michael Jordan. We look at LeBron James and any sports person who's the best at what they do. And we don't see the countless hours that they are working on their craft 
every day, all day, sacrificing other things to focus on that discipline. Oh, I agree. That, you know, so when we see these people like, like Warren Buffett is the same way. He has been patiently, consistently investing for 65, 70 years. The same way he found a system that works for him. He didn't deviate from that system. He didn't say, oh, you know what? I'm going to try this fast, new, quick, easy thing consistency consistency and so you know the 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 thing about people's success is that in most cases um it doesn't happen just fluky you know i put forty thousand dollars down i made a million bucks most of the time the people that we respect a lot is he's built he spent his life building the foundation of success that he lives on not just a quick hit you know easy uh money kind of scheme yeah, that's true. So, so punching episode, someone in the face will only give you 15 minutes, but if you want 15 yeah. hours, you got to do, do, do the work. Times. You got to do many times punching someone in the face. <laughs> that's true. So as we wrap this up, have you fallen for a get-rich-quick scheme? Um, if so, where have you found it? Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all at Liquid Carnage. Uh, if you have a get-rich-quick scheme for our EP, Tom, uh, hit him up on Twitter and Instagram at liquid underscore EP. He's going to be really uh, upset that this is a total old man episode, and he's going to let us have. Yeah, I, I will say this though. Um, my 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 true feeling is is that if someone is really a success, they'll be more than happy to give you their advice for free. Oh, absolutely. They won't charge you for uh, how to make money. They won't. They what's, will what, say, "What's the old expression? This, um, go ahead. Free advice is worth its weight in gold." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Take it for what it's worth. So, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, that being said, Jason, take us home. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you guys. That was Scott. I am Jason. And as always, if you never know quite what to say, just have yourself some liquid carnage.